It's Jamie Foxx, and you're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, I'm Jalen Jacoby. We are Jalen Jacoby. What up, Jacoby. What is it we get a that people. we do? What they want. Jalen Rose, you know I love drama. You know I love petty. You know I love gossip. And our first story has all of those things. Draymond Green <laughs> of the Champion Warriors is known to be intense, is known to demand the most of his teammates, and apparently, reportedly, he threw a punch at Jordan Poole. Notably, both Draymond Green and Jordan Poole are up for extensions from the Warriors. Jalen, I ask you, someone who spent more than 13 years in NBA locker rooms, is this a big deal? How often does this sort of thing happen? And do you think he will be disciplined for this action? I think he will be disciplined for the action. I don't necessarily believe it's a big deal. What normally makes something a big deal is if that punch lands. That's what changes the dynamics of relationships. We can disagree, we can argue, we can talk trash. The dynamics of a relationship change. I don't care if it's family, I don't care if it's friends, I don't care if it's teammates, I don't care if it's coworkers. When you punch me, our relationship is gonna be different moving forward. So I'm glad it says, throws punch, not lands punch. Vastly different. So based on that, and by the way, if you've ever watched an NBA fight, I've been telling y'all for decades, it a lot of, it a lot of times resembles, hold me back. And you can pull a punch, so to speak, as well. And so for Jordan, for Draymond, I'm not gonna blow this out of proportion, but what I will say is, in trash talk, things are gonna get said that become personal. And then there's a line you don't cross. So I talked about the Draymond side. Let me talk mm -hmm. about the Jordan side. And you know both of these is my brothers. I was just with Draymond a week ago. Can't wait to you guys see me on this show with Jamel Hill and E-40. Jordan Poole, that's little bro. Went to Michigan and all of that. And so I love the competitive spirit that both of these guys have. That's why they in the league. Jordan Poole was in the G League not too long ago. Now he's about to get top dollar as one of the main contributors of the Golden State Warriors. And Draymond Green's a future Hall of Famer. But there are certain things you don't say. So for Draymond, you don't hit somebody. That changes the dynamic of a relationship. If you're Jordan, don't talk about my family or my money. Don't talk about my family or my money. You can talk about the other 98% of things in life. Don't talk about my family and don't talk about my money. So this got personal. So when it becomes personal, that's what leads to an altercation. But it doesn't change the dynamics of their championship teammate relationship because it didn't land. So Jalen, Draymond Green has often been called sort of the heart and soul of the Warriors, the voice of the Warriors, sort of the engine that drives the Warriors. Obviously not the biggest offensive contributor to the team, that would be Steph Curry, but can this sort of attitude and intensity actually be good for a locker room or an NBA team? Well, here's, I'm gonna look through Draymond's lens for a second. Oh, my, 
My scuba's looking cold. Jeez. <laughs> um, for Draymond, that's his role on the team. To be the physical irritant, not only to the opponent, but the leader that's going to galvanize and challenge his teammates. That's who he is. Draymond Green is a he he Draymond Green has been a winner since he started playing basketball. Remember, I watched him play in high school. He balled at Michigan State. He changed his body dynamics and turned himself into a player. And so now, when you won a championship, that's Jordan's first one. That's Draymond's fourth one. And yep. you heard Pat Riley talk about the dreaded disease of me. What that means is when we win, I now make myself feel more important. Does that mean go somewhere else to get a big deal? Does that mean want more shots? Does that mean want more minutes? Not happy with a role anymore. I think this is good for this dynamic. The Splash Brothers and Draymond, they're the anchors of the team, 32, 35 minutes. But they now can turn it over to the young players because Bob Myers has done such a terrific job of drafting, and Steve Kerr has done a great job of nurturing young players. So the guys I'm about to name, when I was at the finals, wasn't really contributing to them getting the ring this year. Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody. They're now going to be influxed, and Moody plays for quality minutes, but they're going to now be infused into a lineup with Jordan Poole, who was either starting when Steph was out, or coming off the bench. And so I think it's gonna be great for them moving forward because the punch didn't land. And secondly, the other lesson is gonna be talk to everybody else. Lead a family out of it and don't talk about my bread. Well, they are at the top of the Western Conference, obviously the defending champions, and trying to get into that mix are is a team that missed the play-in last year, the Los Angeles Lakers headed by the GOAT, one of the GOATs, LeBron James. And they played the Suns yesterday, went into overtime. The game was in Vegas, but we got a good look at this Lakers core. I know you watched this game in its entirety. What were some of your biggest takeaways? My biggest takeaway is that LeBron played a lot better. 23 points, <clears throat> 17 minutes. Darvin Ham trying to infuse his fingerprints on what they do offensively. Patrick Beverly providing energy and motivation and enthusiasm. And also for Phoenix, this is going to be a year of redemption in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because as a team that made the NBA Finals, DeAndre Ayton don't seem happy to be there. And I've talked about that on this show when he was up for an extension. I talked about the fact that he made sacrifices for the team. They didn't pay him. They took care of a couple of other people and didn't take care of him. So that's going to splinter their relationship. And then you don't pay me. The owner now has to sell the team because of things that he did. And now I get the bread only because the Pacers gave me an offer. Yep. That's why they paid him. And so for me... I hope the dynamics of his relationship with the Suns change because Sarver's going to be out. But in that, I want to now see how they respond to being the most disappointing team in last year's playoffs, and that includes the Nets. 
So the thing about this is people are saying, oh, the Suns might be having difficulty dealing with the fallout from the Sarver investigation. I don't think that affects what happens on the court whatsoever, but I think it's the DeAndre Ayton piece that you mentioned. That does affect what happens on the court, his happiness, his relationship with the team and the rest of the team. And also, Jay Crowder. It's sort of been hinted that Cam Johnson's going to start over Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder seems unhappy with that. So now you've got two players in the locker room, two key players, two players that you rely on in crunch time that aren't happy with their role or with their relationship with the franchise. And I think that can spill over to the floor. Last night they won an overtime in Vegas, which is important because LeBron James, fresh on the heels of some controversial statements a couple days ago, had this to say about a potential team in Las Vegas. And he talks to the commissioner directly. I would love to uh, bring a team here at some point. That would be amazing. Um, and I know Adam is uh, in Abu Dhabi right now, I believe. That's where they're at right now? Yeah, with the Bucks in, in, in uh, Atlanta. So, but he probably sees every single interview and transcript that comes through from NBA players. So I want the team here, Adam. Thank you. I want a team here, Adam. Thank you. And he said, I would love to bring a team here. Jalen, there's been rumors of LeBron bringing a team to Los Angeles for years now. Now he's saying it straight up into microphones, straight up to the commissioner. Is this going to happen? Because it seems kind of preordained. I got to tell you a secret. Come a little closer. How many players do you think want and own an NBA team? How many players in the league? 450? I'd probably say 450. Okay, so this isn't breaking news. It, no, when he, when he, none of them are going into microphones. None of them have the means that LeBron James has, the aspirations, the notoriety that he has, and none of them are d directly saying to Adam Silver, I want to bring a team to Las Vegas. The point I'm trying to actually make is it's not surprising that an NBA player wants to own an NBA team anywhere. Every that, 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 That's a goal for all players. But to your point... Is different when it's LeBron James because he's flirting between being a 500 million and a billion dollar athlete. And so to your point, he now has the means. And when you have the means, that creates the power that now when you speak into the microphone, you can talk to the commissioner directly because you now have the autonomy to, to legitimately be able to do it. Like he can legitimately um, be able to do this. But, but the one thing I'll say about Vegas, and I said this when the Raiders went there, sometimes you got to be careful what you ask for. As somebody that's been around the game for 30 years, almost 30 years now, Vegas is one of those places, if you've never been, two-night maximum. That, that, that's my take. That's my take. I, I'm, I might be trimming it down to one night soon. <laughs> two-night maximum. That's a zombie lifestyle. You're walking through casinos constantly. There are no clocks for a reason. And there's a re and, and and the term what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That ain't true. Doesn't exist with social media. No. And all of the things that you want players not to do, guess what they will be doing when they get to Vegas? All of those things. This ain't gonna be like a road trip to Oklahoma City. Mm. Shout to those people. No diss. But clearly, you know, things in Vegas happen a lot later and longer than they do in that time. So for me to protect the
the players in a lot of ways, as much as I want to expand and see the league grow, I think Seattle should actually be the next location for an NBA team. But I ain't mad overall at Vegas, but be careful what we watch, what we wish for as NBA family, because those Vegas nights never end. Well, I don't think they're going to go from 30 to 31 teams. I think they will go from 30 to 32 teams, and Seattle and Las Vegas will be the cities that those new teams will rest in. At this point, it's inevitable. It's just a matter of time. And we'll see if LeBron James does bring a team to Vegas using his words. We will also see two very notable musicians on the program. Who's joining us in just seconds? Quavo and Takeoff, Young Legends. Join Jalen and Jacoby to talk all things entertainment and sports. Next. It all goes down tonight. NBA returns to ESPN at 7 p.m. You have Jalen Rose and the Countdown crew, and then a great double That's at 7:30, right. ending around 12:30, way past my bedtime. But I'll be up watching. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, what do we do every single day that we have this platform in ESPN2? We acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained now 231 days. So we here at Jalen and Jacoby wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, you and the Countdown crew will be the pregame show for tonight's doubleheader on ESPN. However, we are the pregame show for the sequel. It is Victor Wembenyama against Scoot Henderson II. In just minutes, Jalen Rose, Wembenyama was so impressive in the last matchup between these two. What are you looking for from him tonight, this afternoon? In a, the most elite prospect that I recall. And here's why. Basketball is a tall man's game. And anytime a guy that's seven foot four can dribble, pass, and shoot while making seven threes, blocking five shots, is incredible. I like, I literally was watching the game the other day, it was like, I'm in love. Like, I'm in love. <laughs> and, 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 and you're gonna now understand why teams are tanking in the NBA. He's that much of a game-changing prospect. But let's not overlook Scoot either. Thank because you. he won't be a horrible consolation prize by any stretch of the imagination. Fast, strong, tough, athletic, can finish at the hoop, plays mid-range, shoots the three, and gets his teammates involved as well. And so to be able to watch these guys at this point of their careers before they make it to the league and become game-changing players on that level is going to be refreshing to watch in the next couple of minutes. Seconds from this game, and I'm glad you brought up Scoop because the first half, Scoop kind of outplayed Wimbanyama, and then Wimbanyama absolutely caught fire in the second half. I can't wait for this game. Thank you for joining us for the pregame to the game. We're about to get together and watch Victor Wimbanyama against Scoot Henderson. Stay tuned to ESPN2. We'll be back tomorrow. We always say we get the people that they want. Part of that is podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. And podcast listeners, they get full, unfiltered, unedited interviews with our guests. 
So in just minutes from now, you'll be getting the full, unedited, unfiltered interview with Takeoff and Quavo. Dope, 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 dope. So we have all pros on the show. All built for Infinity Links. Legends and the music game on the show. Infinity Links. Go get that right now. Shout to them. What up, though, A-Town? Support those brothers. I remember I first got introduced to the Migos. That Versace, 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 Versace. I was like, that is cold. It was, it, that's one of those songs when you hear it for the first time, you're not sure about it. And then when you hear it for the 10th time, you can't stop to listening to it. You know, the first time I heard it, I was like, what is happening here? And then they're off. Little known fact, David Jacoby put me on the ASAP Rocky. Yep. Um, however, you're thinking of ASAP Ferg. ASAP Ferg, yep. you're right. ASAP Rocky. It's actually in my phone. I seen him on the plane. You did not too long ago. Really? Yeah, that's why I confused the two. Love ASAP Rocky and ASAP. You know who I want to get on the show? Also, who got love for us? Who I ran into recently? Who's that? G Herbo. Do it. Love some G Herbo. You know what I'm saying? G Herbo, big fan of the show. So you're living that like bi-coastal, first-class life. You know what I mean? There's that. There's the nod that famous people give to other famous people when you're boarding the plane in first class, which is, I don't really want to bother you in this environment. We don't have to have a full conversation, but I'll give you a pound and keep moving. And also, I want to shout out um, Jeezy the Snowman, Big Snow. I want to shout out Freddie Gibbs, The Rabbit, my brother seeing eye to eye again. Great. I did see that. My brother's seeing eye to eye again. And let me just bring y'all behind the curtain on something. I've known Jeezy personally, and I've known Freddie Gills personally, but I've spent more time with Jeezy. And it seems like I came into his life right around the time him and Gibbs wasn't necessarily seeing eye to eye. And around the same time him and Gucci wasn't seeing eye to eye. And those were some intense days. Those are some intense days. And so I'm I'm really happy that they're back seeing eye to eye. And uh, it was great to see them post. Absolutely. Now, Mr. Rose, a couple things I want to discuss with you. Yes, sir. That we can't really discuss in the television programs. That's why we have the pie exclusive. <laughs> I'm a Caucasian American. You're a lot of F- people are going to be surprised by that when they meet you. Well, I've been on TV for a while now, so <laughs> cat's out the bag. You're an African-American, so I'd love to know your perspective on this. Mm-hmm. Kanye West with the White Lives Matter. Disappointed in him. What are you doing? I've been off Kanye for a decade. Yeah, yeah. Now, so now you want to bring this Maybe not a decade, but yeah. I've been off Kanye yeah. for a decade. And then he had to come out of his face and say something negative about my little brother, Big Sean. You know, I've been off of him. Been off of him when he ran for president. Been off of him. That was hilarious. Been off of him. Word of red. Been off of him. And so, um, I'm not gonna lie. Is him and Antonio Brown the same person? No, they're different people. But one of the things that I didn't want to talk about this because is because I feel like he wears that, so people talk about him. It's just it's an attention grab. It's one of those, like, let me just do something crazy so people talk about me type of thing. Yeah, but all attention ain't good attention. 
What happened to George Bush don't care about black people, Kanye? Moved to the suburbs. Got more bread. Got more zeros in the account. Became a Kardashian. So are we falling for the trap by even recognizing this? Yes. You know, Jacoby taught me this years ago. There are certain people we will have written, we write their name down. And we like, we're not about to talk about this. Yeah, there, there's certain people that are in the news so much <laughs> right. and for saying crazy things yeah. where it's like, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, anytime I see a Boosie headline, I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, I don't well, even no, click on Boosie, that. No, not Boosie. I'm not going to click on nah, that. No, but Boosie daily, that. though. Boosie daily, though. <laughs> Boosie got me daily. I would love to do a show with Boosie. <laughs> Go ahead, replace me with Boosie. See what no, happens. No, I'm not. No, I couldn't do it with them. He'll get us all, he'll get, he'll get me in trouble. He'll have, have his own show. Did you see, <laughs> did you see the, the, the fish controversy? The what controversy? Fish controversy. I'm not sure. You, you don't watch professional fishing on television? Oh, no. Okay, big money stakes. Big oh, When I heard somebody was cheating? Big tournaments. And there's this one team, Runyon and somebody else. I don't have their name. But they win a lot. And they've taken hundreds of thousands in prize money. Boats and prizes. They just win time and time again. Consistently win. Best in the business. And you had, um, they had like a, I think you bring in five fish to this tournament, right? Mm -hmm. So they bring in their fish. They win the tournament. A couple of the other fishermen are like, there's no way that those fish are bigger than the fish I brought in. There's no chance. And there's been rumors about this team. So the tournament director takes a knife, opens up their fish inside their fish something called an egg weight which is basically like the size of an egg and it's like made of lead mm. couple of those and they wrap those in fish fillets mm. trying to disguise it so if something does cup it open they'll see more fish no 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 they got caught and the video is crazy because when you look at the man who's right next to it watching his fish be opened there's just this look on his face like everything is unraveling for him because this is his job. This is his career. Catching these fish, winning these tournaments. He's been successful over years and years. One of the best. So, Mr. Rose, here's what I'm, I'm bringing this to Judge Jalen. Okay. What do we do with this man? He need to get sued. Him and his partner. Like you do any fraudulent business. Lawsuit. Lawsuit. Reparations for the other No for question. The other, the other competitors? No, no, of course. You made off of hundreds and thousands of dollars. You built a career. You've taken money out of the opponent's pockets. You've elevated your status. Endorsement opportunities. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't know how the fishing industry Correct. works, but I'm sure these guys get endorsements mm-hmm. for hooks and lines and gear and tackle mm-hmm. and whatever, which is a big industry. Exactly. Lawsuit. Bad. Another another scandal. See, there's things that, that are bubbling. I hate on, cheaters. There's another thing that's bubbling on the internet that I know that isn't part of your pur- purview, which I'm so glad to get your initial response on. Grandmaster Chess. This is Ch- this ain't Quincy in, in the garden. <laughs> Shout nephew, the highest level chess masters. One of the combatants was found to be cheating because his coach was communicating with him in the middle of games. Now imagine that two brains instead of one working on the board in front of you. Wow. You want to know how the coach was communicating with his pupil? How? You don't want to know. Do you want to know? Let me try to guess. Yes, I'd love this. So I'll give you let, let four. Me, I, I promise you won't get it. Let me think of a sophisticated way to it's cheat. It's sophisticated. They're cheating. So it can't be like a little, um, like a little buzz. 
because I won't tell you the answer. You're close. Okay, it is a little buzz. Ding, 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 ding. It's yeah, a little buzz. Yeah, like, and so I'm talking. So it's something that he presses that he feels a vibration. Yes, exactly. And they, and they, exactly and, right. And then based on that vibration, they've planned on they've how to move. They've got a code. And Just like people who've been yeah. space partners forever. Yes. They kind of yeah, know yeah. how to cheat I know how to cheating. cheat in space. I'm very good at cheating in space. Talking all over the table. I haven't played spades in like 15 years. I'm play. very good at cheating in spades. I gotta step my spades game. You wanna know how I would cheat at spades? How? The first letter in the sentence is the suit I want you to throw. Like, come on, dog. What are you going to throw? Clubs. Exactly. Damn, Jay. I like that. Yeah. It, we did it for years. And it got to the point where it's like, what are we even doing? Like, why are we yeah. cheating at this? Yeah. You know? Like, what the, what's the point? Like, right. beating your friends in spades when there's right. nothing on the line. But, yeah, that was my code. Moving on. It does. It's a vibration on the pupil's body. So, it got to be inside of his pants. That's the only place that, in theory, I guess a nobody ding, would ding, check. Ding, 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 inside of his pants. Yep. It got to be inside of his pants. Can't okay. be on his shirt. Can't be on his jacket. Yeah, yeah. Inside of his pants. You're right. You're ding, ding, ding. You're two yep. for two right now. Yep. But you're not going to get three for three. All right. So. I got two words for you. inside of his pants. Three words for you. What? Vibrating anal beads. It ain't worth it. That's what I'm saying. My thing is like, if it's if, if, if so, let's say I'm the pupil and you're the coach and you're I'm like, good. here's the plan. I'd be like, you're trying to tell me there's no other way of doing this. I'm you good. can't put it on my thigh. I'm not gonna be able to do it. You can't, you can't put it on my thigh. You can't put it in my armpit. I'm like, good. there's another way to to get a vibration into my body besides that. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just wild. To me, it's like, what are we even doing? What like, like what what kind of a sick idea is that? And then to go through with it, Mm-mm. that's how you're that's how you're gonna do it. Yeah, we're not doing that. I'm good. Like, what are we even doing? So both of these stories have a theme. And what I want to make sure I point out is the time and energy that people put into trying to cheat and the thought Mm -hmm. and the preparation and the planning. Like, you could just work on your craft. (laughs) You could put that energy into being better. You, you know how much time it takes to do all of that? Just, just think about what you just said. You just told me about a man that was filling up fish with eggs that were filled with lead. Yeah. No, you know how much... Weights. Weights. Yeah. Stuffing his arm down the fish's throats. My thing is... You know how is, long that takes? Jalen, I always think about this. When he just can't sleep and he's lying in bed, he's brushing his teeth and looks in the mirror. Like, what does he think about himself? If I just came home with $150,000 that I cheated... I would I wouldn't be able to like live with myself. Well, here's what here. Uh, I'm well, sure everyone's a hero in their own movie. I'm sure he justifies right. it like from whatever whatever. Well, you just live a life of just keep looking down at the phone and see when you're gonna be trending. Because it's gonna eventually happen. You're gonna get caught. That, you cheat and you you cheat. You're gaming and cheating. You're gonna get caught. And like the look on this man's face, like he just he didn't smile, he didn't frown, he didn't cry, he didn't defend himself. He just sat there with this stoic look, like watching his world unravel. Yeah. You know what? I enjoyed it. You know what he was thinking about? I'm glad I put that money overseas. I'm sure he didn't. I don't know if the fishing community is that financially savvy. Well, if you cheating, do you have money overseas? No. You don't? Mm -mm. My money gonna be nowhere where I don't speak the language. 
I learned that. Don't have like Swiss Cayman Islands. No, no, what, I'm not doing that. Of, no, no, break no, glass? no, no. Let me tell you something. I had an investment property in Cabo. Uh huh. For years. Okay. And one of the things I didn't like is that you need to always use local attorneys in order to set up your um your business, your LLC and all of that because the money in theory goes there to you and da da da. da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I ain't like that. I ain't like, like that. Yeah, I don't want to be in the room with people talking about my money and I can't understand what they're saying. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They could be like, how do we get the most money I'm, out of this I'm guy? over there. How do we play him? You tell him this and then I'll tell him that in English, then we'll we'll get back in Spanish and we'll learn how to take Real scenario. I'm coming over there because you know you got to uh when, when you, when you, I remember just being over there, and let me tell y'all something. Let me back up for a second. Let me tell y'all one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my life. I'm gonna start asking people this question. This, some of the dumbest things they've ever said. One of the dumbest things I ever said in my life is, "I don't need to learn Spanish because I ain't never going to Spain." That's really dumb. On like seven. That's dumb six times. I remember in high school justifying that to myself. That's really dumb. Like, I'm dropping this. I'm dropping this. I ain't gonna. But you know what that was? That was laziness. That was fear. Mm-hmm. And imagine if I would have took the autonomy to do that and doing this job and being able to speak multiple languages with the World Cup happening and the Olympics taking place and so many international events and international players now in the United States and just frankly, just the the people in the United States in theory where that's going to become a predominant language um, probably in 25 or 30 years. So I remember sitting in one of these rooms that I was telling you about and they was talking about my property. They was talking about my money and I realized something. I didn't understand what they were saying. I, like I don't like that. Great philosophy. I felt like belly. I don't like this. Sometimes, one thing I like about you is sometimes you take complex scenarios and just break them down into very simple things. <laughs> Why is John Morant good at basketball? You look at me like he loves to play basketball. He just loves to play basketball. Jalen, we did story time with Jalen Rose, and we still have more Jalen Rose stories to animate. It's one of the things I'm most proud of in my career. Emmy nominated property story time with Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. But the locks. Specifically, Sheik Lucian Styles P have a podcast with my guys. It's the real Jeff and Eric. It's uh, two Jews and two black dudes review the movies, but they often don't just talk about movies. They talk about just life and experiences and their past. And your name came up. That's family. Let's listen to a clip. Oh, shout Styles collaboration. P. The Ghost. Between shout to Sheik Luciano, the Silverback silver Gorilla. Silverback and the my Ghost. God. Eric and Jeff from It's The Real talking about a late night with Jalen Rose. Let's hear it. We was f***ing chilling with Jalen Rose years ago. This is uh, the young 90s. We was f***ing hammered. Wait, do you remember this or no? Yeah, I remember. Okay. We was hammered. We was in Jalen Rose building at his house. Wherever Jalen Rose lived, uh, Jerry Springer lived. What? Yeah, yeah Jerry Springer. We're coming out. So we smoke. It's me, Lucha, Jalen Rose. I don't know where Kiss was, but he wasn't there. And we coming out. We, I mean, we was f***ing toe up. We finished the show. Went to Jalen's house. He smoked. We see Jerry Springer in the hallway. Lucha goes, oh, shit, Jerry Springer. What up? 
You're the funniest <laughs> since Richard Bay. <laughs> should have seen Jerry Springer's face. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's family. And let me tell you what's crazy. That was like 22 years ago. And Jerry Springer was big, 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 big. Oh, yeah. Big. If, if, if you're like under 25, you don't Pre- understand. This reality TV he was thing. The biggest he kicked it figure off. in television. Disagree, but regardless. He he is the biggest figure in television. Like that whole like um Don, Sally Jesse into Donahue into Oprah. The, go, the whole go on TV, express your whole life in a negative yeah. way and make your yes. family and yourself. Or look try crazy. to get you, you like really just just air everything out for your 15 minutes. And this time it's like literally just 15 minutes. Not a not like a but like Jerry Springer's show was so big his security guard got a spin-off show. Like Jerry Springer's show was so big every day we we was like appointment viewing and it was it was so schlocky and ridiculous and the whole thing but like at that time Jerry, the, this story Jerry. yeah and I now mean, Steve spent off got his own show keep yeah. getting them checks and but one thing that you're alluding to which I can't express enough is just how big of a star Jerry Springer was correct so the answer no is fine do you remember this evening I remember the evening and the beautiful thing about my brothers and how they told the story, they were really vague. <laughs> yeah, 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 Thank y'all very much. When you much. say the evening, you're like, that's probably one of many yeah. evenings. Yeah, just, just think about this. I, all right, Jacoby, I'm in Indiana. My brother, the lock, my brothers, the locks have a show. I'm at the show. Show ends. This is not LA, this is Indiana. This is in Indiana, I oh, believe. Oh, because Jerry Springer, like, oh. did he? Yeah, he did film out of the Midwest. Yeah, I believe this is in Indiana. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I think he filmed out of, like, Chicago or whatever. Oh, was it Was it LA? One of those two. Who cares? Oh, you know what? I believe that was my building in LA. Because he said my building, not my house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was in LA. It was off Ocean. It was off Ocean. And Spencer Place. Spencer Place. If <laughs> Jerry Springer lives yeah, there. Yeah, Spencer Place. Yeah, yeah, that's back, back when you used to waste Steve, money. Yeah. Steve Stout lived there. Yeah, a lot of people living there. <laughs> it was crazy. Is that the one Biggie was in? Or is that another one? No, that was uh, that, him and Faith. They were at the uh, La Montrose with me gotcha. for a summer when I first got out there. That's before I got the place. But anyway, so my brother's Deluxe coming to do a show. Mm-hmm. So you already know. How I probably was moving that day. How they were probably moving that day. Of course. Um, yeah. It's like an NBA game. Pre-game show, show, and then post-game. Yeah. You already know. After the party's the after party. I mean, I think I think, I th- I think Styles used the term hammered. Yes. <laughs> Maybe accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they, accurate. They smoked, but you didn't smoke, obviously, because it's illegal at the time. There's no chance that you would have imbibed them with this yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? But did you, were you friends with Jerry Springer? I knew him. Just say hi. Say hi in the elevator. Made, yeah. I'm one of them kind of neighbors, to be honest. Like, I don't want to meet my neighbors. I don't want to be friends or have a relationship with my neighbors. Me either. Me either. I, I'm the kind, I pull in the garage, close the garage. Yeah. Walk yeah. into the crib, yeah. close the door. I agree. I and, agree. And, and let me tell you why. A lot of people will be like, why? It, it ain't even, to be honest, because I'm a public figure. It's because I, I 
to me, your home is sacred, and I'm trying to I'm trying to protect my privacy. Yes. That that's really the reason why. And what ends up happening is when you start to interact with your neighbors, then they start to commentate on things that's happening in and out of your Free. spot. We've got a family across the hall from us, just two apartments per floor. And Joey, they gave us cupcakes yesterday. Very that's nice. a trap. Very nice. And Joey's like, oh, we should invite them over. I'm like, no, no, no. We don't need a relationship with these people. You know what I mean? And like one of their kids goes to the same school as my daughter. He's like, oh, well, we should exchange walking them to school. I was like, no, no, no. I'm not trying to interweave this family into my family. They're across the hall. We'll say hello in the elevator, but we're not going to start texting each other and start walking their kid to school and go down this road. Like, hey, can you grab my kids for me? I'm running yeah. late from work. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. That ain't happening. <laughs> but what is happening, full unedited interview with Takeoff and Quavo right here. Coming to you live from Seaport in New York City and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Rose. We have a duo joining us as a duo. Who is joining us right now? Young legends that were introduced to the lexicon in 2013 with their hit record as members of the Migos. Versace, 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 Versace. And now, here we are almost a decade later. They've been Grammy-nominated, won awards with BET, MTV, Pop Rock Awards, YouTube Awards. These guys are critically acclaimed, and they're joining Jalen and Jacoby now. Quavo and Takeoff, welcome to the program. Thank y'all for joining us. What's happening? What's happening? Thank y'all for having us, man. Absolutely. Man. Appreciate the love. The single Nothing Changes out right now. The album is out on Friday. And when I saw the title of the album, I nearly shed a tear. It is called Only Built for Infinity Links. Obviously a nod to Raekwon and Goldface's album Only Built for Cuban Links. I'm going to ask you first, Quavo, why did you decide to title the album this way? Um, we just wanted to put a... We was inspired by all the dynamic duos that's, that, that paved the way. You know what I'm saying? We was... We wanted to pay homage and then let them let them know that we want to put our spin on it. You know, we represent the culture, so it was only right to pay homage to the OGs and then come in with a little with a little twist of something new. So add our sauce to it. So take off, I ask. You guys got Birdman on the album, Gucci on the album, Young Thug on the album, and more. What was it like putting together this album, and what can fans anticipate? Um, you know, we really, we got, you know what I'm saying? We went, it's, it's really got, we got family that we got. They ain't been on our previous albums. You know, we got a relationship with them. We know them, so it's a little close relationship, kind of. You know, we we like to just go, go for what we know, man. And, you know what I mean? Go who we rock with. And we know they're going to come through and kill it. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a classy album, man. Great features. Great body of work. So you guys have, you know, been on so many features, done so many solo songs, obviously done so much work as a trio with the Migos. And I want you both to answer this, but you first, Quavo. What is the approach creatively different like when you're in a duo? Um, I just say the songs are a lot shorter. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's that's pretty much it. But we normally just always go in the studio together and try to go back and forth. On this album, we did a lot of back and forth, like Two bars, I say two bars, he say two bars. Um, it's a lot of versions where takeoff is taking taking off on the hook and going going first verse, where normally you'll hear me on the hooks and um first verse. So we switched it up a lot. 
And like I said, this is we excited for this album because it get, it give us that culture feel again. You know what I'm saying? We we was hungry in the booth. It's, it been like a year a year and a half um, after dropping Culture Three, so we we slammed it down to like 18 songs, and we just ready to go. And as we were getting set up. I have to make sure I acknowledge something that you said that was so eye-opening and dope. You acknowledge dynamic duos. And so I was like, let me acknowledge a couple like Outkast. You mentioned Jay and Ye. I thought about Red and Meth, Run DMC, and obviously Ray and Ghost. So first you take off, being a part of now a duo, album coming out October 7th. What is it like now understanding that both of you guys are doing this project and about to try to change the game? Uh, just understanding the, the goal we got, you know, we got to lock in. You know, we still got the chemistry, the chemistry here with Real Family. Understanding the mission and understanding what we got to do and what we got to go, what we got to get to. And being on the same page. So, Quavo, I see you got that UGA hat on right now. Georgia. And I know you Georgia. saw that they, they had a game this weekend. It did not look good for a while against Mizzou. Tell me, how worried were you when they were down on the road to Missouri? I was on the edge of my seat, man. I was mad. I was I was hot. But I knew we was going to pull it through. I, I just think just because we have a, a very, 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 you know, somewhat easy schedule, Everybody trying to, you know, take it. We, we, we taking it lightly, but I think we only play to our level of competition. But we need to, we need to step it up, man. Take well, up. What do you think about that game? Absolutely. Well, the game was crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm watching it. You know, something from the crib. So yeah, it was, it, it was really crazy. <laughs> so I have to ask a basketball question. Quavo's a fellow lucky lefty. He be out there getting buckets. And I know how much y'all love the Hawks. I won't be surprised to see y'all not only front row at the games, suited and booted, but likely performing. What can you guys anticipate from your Atlanta Hawks now that they added the De- DeJounte Murray to the team? Oh, man, I like the new piece, man, the boy DeJounte. We needed some We needed some more fight, you know what I'm saying? Everybody always trying to pick on my dog Trey. Now we got somebody who's going to mm-hmm. step in and, and fight with him. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... And I hope they get this win. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna check them out in this Abu Dhabi game. I hope they get this win. I, I just, I'm, I'm excited to see. Cause now we just, we, we really turned to the highlight factor. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's back, it's back and jumping. Turn the ball. <laughs> so I need you guys to explain something to me because I saw footage of a gentleman getting his hair cut courtside at a Hawks game. So, so explain to me so as dope. a Caucasian male what is <laughs> happening there. I mean, that's the South. You know what I'm saying? You, you might get, like, AI started it. AI started this trend, getting his hat braided on the sideline. So I guess he was just trying to keep it going. <laughs> I love that. And as a Detroiter, you guys know it's so many uh, Michiganders that now live in Atlanta. So we like have a kinship in a lot of ways. So. As the basketball season starts for your Hawks and your album is out, what has it been like for you guys since y'all been in the game since 2013 to be like young veterans? 
Y'all have influenced the game with y'all style, with y'all hooks, with y'all fashion, and starting with you, Takeoff, and then Quavo. I just want you guys to look back at the journey and, like, appreciate what you guys have accomplished. What has been special about this journey for you? I mean, the whole journey, everything that's special. I mean, we got a blessing. I mean, we thank God, you know, just to come this far and, uh, you know what I'm saying, come from where we come from and just touch the whole, you know what I'm saying, the whole world. And, you know what I'm saying, just go hard and get people through what they've been going through, music, get people through things. And, you know, just, it's, it's a blessing. So, you know, we're going to use a job, you know, our greatest ability. Um, I'm, like, thankful. You know, first of all, I'm just thankful. Um, just seeing like, just seeing the youth follow the wave and just being being that big across the globe is just something that we wasn't expected. But at the same time, it was a goal that we had to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? In the basement, and then just being veterans and just remain remain at home. Like right now, we're in the studio right now, just always keeping sharpening our sharpening our craft, touching the youth, trying to go to the you know what I'm saying, go to the streets and make sure we you know school the youngins and make sure, you know, we just always uplift them, always getting on songs, always letting them know we're here for them. Because now you're a veteran. You can't be that stubborn veteran who don't want no young guys to come in and mm -hmm. get no buckets, which you got to mm -hmm. teach them and show them the game. So mm -hmm. that's how we is right now. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys are young veterans, and the Los Angeles Lakers have some old veterans on their team. They've got Russell Westbrook. <laughs> They've got LeBron James and obviously Anthony Davis when he's healthy. A lot of people are projecting this team to, again, be in that playing scenario, low in the West. We'll start with you, Quavo. What do you think the potential is for this Lakers as we head into the season? Uh, I think they'll have a good season. Um, I think they, if, if they stay healthy, AD especially, they'll have a great season. Um, that's, that's what I just think. they just always losing – Losing guys to like you know injuries and stuff, but if they if they get healthy and my boy Westbrook get back on track to the to the old Westbrook we know, I think they'll they'll be in it they'll be in it to win it they'll fight. But the Warriors still look good. Mm -hmm. I think the East is coming. If if the East stay healthy, that it it it'll be a, it's gonna be a good season, man. So it's only right I ask this question. I I know you played quarterback in high school, Quavo, and I could ask you about quarterbacking if Marietta struggles with the Falcons. But I'd rather ask this before you guys get out of here. This is going to be the toughest question you guys have ever been asked. Please rank for me the top five strip clubs in Atlanta right now. <laughs> I need to know. Uh, I need to know. Um, You got to start. We're going to start from five. Okay. We'll start from five. If you want to eat some, if you want to get some cool food and you don't want to look at the ladies, you don't care about the ladies that much, you can get you some food. You probably want to start with Cheetah. Uh, yes, on Sunday. Uh, uh, yeah, then uh, four is uh, probably, what's four? I would say Allure because it's not up no more. Number mm. three is... um. What's number three? I don't know about number three. Number two is Blue Flame, and number one is Magic City. Magic All right, give City. us one takeoff. Give us one takeoff. Don't be trying to ignore this question. You got one. 
Nah, we, got, we got the same spot. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I give you a chill spot you want to go to somewhere. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I appreciate that. And we appreciate you guys joining us again. You guys are legends in the game. You've contributed so much to the culture. So many people look up to you guys and follow what you do. We're huge fans. We want to make sure everybody check out. Nothing's changed. October 7th. Yes, sir, not changed. Nothing's changed. Only built for infinity links. Take off. Quavo. Infinity. Legends in the game. We appreciate y'all joining us. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Go dogs. Yes, Love. We'll be back with more right after this. That was Quavo and Takeoff on Jalen Jacoby. Want to thank Takeoff and Quavo for coming through. We'll be back with another dope pod to step two. What happens tomorrow on the pod, Jalen? Tomorrow on the pod, we turn it over to the people! Make sure you call 985-80-J-A-L-E-N. Tell us what's on your mind, what's on your heart. Relationship advice, work. Anything. Friends, play, Anything. family. You'll be on the show tomorrow. Kids, All counseling, exclusive therapy. tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the